it's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo, and today we are back in the safe space. I know it's been a little bit, but we're here, we're with you, and we're giving you a little bit of an extended episode because we've missed you and we felt terrible for our wrongdoings. So today we're going around the NFL, and then that'll be followed up with a little bit of Cowboys Conversation. But first off, E, take it away, brother. Around the NFL, safe space with Zach Wolchuk. Pants are off, shirts are on. Man. And by the way, your nipples are a little extra aggressive today. I feel like I've put on some weight, bud. What's going on with that keto thing? Dude, it's been bad, man. I had my birthday, my mom's birthday, and things went haywire. Gosh, man. It's the second you get off course. The second it happens, man. It's more than just like a one meal. If it becomes two days, you are fajuked. Well, we have so much football to get to. It's it's crazy. I think the last time I I think the last time we got together and made sweet, sweet love in the safe space, it was Hall of Fame game time. Oh my gosh, that feels like so long ago. And now we're going into the dress rehearsal. Okay, so I got a question for you. Not to just kill wherever you're going with this. No, you're good. Man, I love when you go with places. Yeah. But is week three of the preseason still the quote-unquote dress rehearsal? Because I will say, week two, it seemed like, and thank goodness for NFL Network because we can see all of this preseason football, it seemed like most teams across the league were playing their guys a lot longer into the game than in years past. Like It almost seemed the dress rehearsal was week two. They were playing in all of the first half for the most part, and then they'd come out. Now, I know the whole Week 3 deal, they've kind of played maybe the first series of the second half just so they can get that feeling of halftime, come back out and play a football game. But at least from the Cowboys' point of view, I think they're going to be sitting the majority of their starter, starters in this dress rehearsal coming up. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? No, I uh, well, the Cowboys are in a unique situation because they are just riddled with injuries, battered, we'll, we'll, bruised, and yeah, diseased. We, yeah, we will. They got autoimmune disorders. They got hey, hey, I mean, don't be disrespectful God, the, with the it, kind of, it around like that. The chicken pox is going around. Who's got in the there. chicken? There's pox? a lot of there's a lot of locker room Cowboys just issues right now. But we'll get to later in Cowboys conversation. Okay, but for the NFL in particular, I, I, I'll tell you, I was surprised to see all these guys. Tom Brady's playing the entire first half, going like 17 for whatever the hell he was doing. He was unbelievable. He looked great. Oh, um, he always looks great. No, that's true. Except for when he's kissing his son. When his tongue is down his son's throat. Yeah, that's not a pleasant time for me. I know he will never, I guarantee you, someone will play that clip of what I just said and us making fun of him in previous episodes. And if we ever got to the point where we've got the leverage to get a guest of Tom Brady's caliber on, he'll hear that and he will reject our show. Because he will be offended that we even said that. He seems like that kind of uber-sensitive guy. Yeah, well, I can tell he's an uber-sensitive, touchy-feely kind of guy by the way he interacts with his son. So, um, we we actually, we're good here. We don't need Tom. Now, Giselle, you know. She's uh, a spicy one, isn't she? But I think, I think it's to the point now where anywhere Tom goes, I think the son's going to be there too, and I just don't want it. I don't <laughs> want. I don't want both of them in here. Oh, you know, no. that's not for me. You'd rather just have the son. So, 
so I was surprised to see these guys playing, but from what I hear, week three is still still the big one. You know, I mean, this is this is going to be a fun week. Um, that's what's going around the water cooler. <laughs> yeah, that's, week three is still the, week, the time. Right? Week three is still the one, if you ask me. Now we could uh, we could see things change, but as far as as far as the Dolphins go, I know the Cowboys are different, but the oh, Dolphins are always and, different, and. Uh, you know these other teams. I just feel like oh, the week, th- week three on. is still is still the big one, man. Okay, because I'm excited. It was just right weird. Now. I guess it was for- more so that week two they were playing so much. I know. I was like, I what agree. is going on? It was, they were playing a lot, and I was confused about that. I don't know if um, somebody made an observation about Tom Brady though that he's got a ton of new receivers. Yeah, I get that, but it's still not- Tom Brady. No, I know. Like, come on, the dude is forty-one years and, but he, old, but and you're that—that's going to come from practice reps more so than in-game reps, in my opinion. That timing and communication, sure, the in-game you need it, but that kind of rapport and that chemistry comes from continued repetitions after and before practice, right? Yeah, but you want to see that come to fruition in the game, and you just want to see how far away you are from being. Uh, you know, in sync on game day. And since you haven't seen that with Tom and these receivers, I think they just kind of wanted to get a glimpse at that. And Tom, you know, it was notable this offseason that he was missing a lot of the OTAs and voluntary stuff that he doesn't usually miss. Uh, so maybe they were either, one, trying to get back at him a little bit, or two, just, hey, you need to just – you didn't get the reps a few months ago. You get, you're going to have to get some more reps now. I don't know what's true or what's not. That's but That's that, that makes a little bit of sense to me. But anyways, back to your point. Yes, I do. I do agree with you. There was a lot more starters playing, which was which was fun. I, I, it was fun for me. Oh, it's you great. Know what I mean? I'm like, hey, cool. The second half of those games are like, brutal. God. Yeah, no, the second half of those. But games, my gosh, when God. the starters are unless it's the uh, the Jets who just have an embarrassment of riches, ironically at the quarterback position, it seems. I know. Teddy Bridgewater should be their starting quarterback. He won't be, but he has looked the best. And if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Buffalo Bills, or a team that is just still kind of in need of a quarterback right now that doesn't know what the heck we're going to do with the position. You know what's funny about Teddy Bridgewater? The Minnesota Vikings might come back and wish they never let him go. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too. Because he just threw a bunch of money at Kirk Cousins, which, you know, whatever. But you get Teddy Bridgewater on the cheap right now, he he might be better than Kirk Cousins. It wouldn't it wouldn't totally surprise me. But did you see the story that came out about Bridgewater this week where they talked about his uh his knee injury? No. Oh man. Is it graphic? There's not like any like graphic photos or anything, but in terms of what they delve into and how bad it was, you know, they always talked about that Bridgewater knee injury being super bad and it was always funny to me. I'm like in practice, non-contact. I'm like, how bad could it have been? Oh, I think like his knee almost fell off, dude. It it basically did. Uh, <laughs> what they do you talked mean to it basically did. They talked to his hold on. They talked to his <laughs> surgeon. Well, listen, Vikings players reportedly fell ill and vomited at the sight what? of the quarterback's injured leg when it happened on the field. Like guys were literally these NFL badasses were getting sick to their <sighs> stomachs. If the Vikings training staff. How badass are they? They don't even know how to say the word testosterone. If the training staff wasn't so quick and effective uh, to take action, 
Bridgewater may have actually lost his leg. Yeah, this is according to the ESPN story here that's coming out. So they, uh, how the heck does that happen in a non-contact injury? I don't get it. I don't practice. get it. But they like, talked to their they talked to the surgeon. They talked to Bridgewater surgeon Dan Cooper, who happens to be the Cowboys team physician. Mm. Um, and he spoke to ESPN, and this is what he had to say. He said. Uh, Amputation was no longer a feared possibility, basically, once they got him in there and um, got rolling. Um, but the surgeon faced, but what the surgeon faced that day was something one might see on set of a sci fi film. Cooper said it was just horribly grotesque. Uh, the doctor was talking about the quarterback's left knee, which had exploded without warning nine days earlier. While exploded is is the words they use there. So without he had, warning, it, it, he had injured it prior. No, he no, had no. already injured. No, it? this is this is nine days later. Like after this is okay. like after okay. the whole gotcha. surgery and everything. They're talking with him. Um, he says uh, the knee is mangled. You make the skin incision, and there's nothing there. It's almost like a war wound. Everything is blown. This is the surgeon talking. He continued. He said. This surgery was an absolute gut test, a test of what you're made of, and I've seen it break people down. I never saw it break Teddy down. Most people have no idea the volume of workload, whatever, whatever. So he's put in a ton of work. But here's the other part. Um, He says, it's certainly the worst knee dislocation in sports I've ever seen without having a nerve or vessel injury. So I guess he got pretty fortunate there. Uh, but he said it's an injury that about 20 to 25% of NFL players are able to come back from. So l- a, less than a quarter of guys are able to come back from this thing. It's a horrific injury. You've torn every single thing in your knee, and it's hanging on by one ligament on one side like a hinge. He performed a reconstruction of Bridgewater's uh, ACL, and then everything on the lateral side of his knee was reconstructed, about five ligaments over there. We repaired them then took one of his own hamstring tendons and transplanted it into the lateral side of his knee. Jesus, man. I mean, good God. Wow. I Man, I just, it's, it's mind-blowing how serious of an injury that really was. And not, like, it's just, I get you step weird or you land wrong and, you know, something pops. I get, but just... A whole dislocated knee to the fact where you almost lose your knee. I know. It is freaking nuts. And now he's out there, should be the quarterback one or the New York Jets opening days. Played himself, in my opinion, to that role. But they're going to probably go with Darnold, who's also looked pretty good. And this dude should be starting. If I am one of those teams I forementioned, especially Jacksonville, and I know they've committed to Blake Bortles, but come the bleep on. That dude is probably going to get you. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year because I can't trust that dude at quarterback. Every time I think of Blake Bortles, the only thing that comes back to mind is during the draft process when they asked him, Blake, if you weren't playing football, what would you be doing? He said probably working construction and smoking cigs. No way. One of the greatest He lines. does look like kind of Oh, he looked that like a guy. construction guy out here doing some surveying, smoking a cigarette, talking on the cell phone. I mean, that's what he looks like with a hard hat. A very hard hat. Yellow and all. Bridgewater should go, be. Go to Jacksonville. Go to Buffalo. I mean, he could start in a lot in a lot of places, man. A lot of places. That dude absolutely is pretty darn good. And to have come back from that severity of the injury that you just read about. That's just which, crazy, man. Your heart. I mean, it's like a Jalen Smith story, right? Yeah. It's crazy. 
I wonder if Jalen Ramsey thinks Bridgewater is better than Bortles. Wow. Jalen Ramsey sure did have a lot of things to say. I think that he does. But we've just met. I mean, there's just been so much. This is almost around the NFL of the entire month of August. Yeah, like we, just, we just have so much to get to. Obviously, like this is a dead story now. I know everybody's. <laughs> I know everybody's listening to us right now, thinking, like, guys, what I've the heard hell? All of this. What are you guys going to add? Get to Dax Dong. Get to Dax Dong. Oh, get to I've Dax been trying Dong. to get guys. To don't worry. We are going to get to Dax Dong. All the Dong talk in Cowboys conversation because okay? it is so conversational. Now we 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 wanted to lead with that, um, but we we're we're, we're going to lead Cowboys combo. With lead that. the head. Um, God, Jason Witten was bad on Monday Night Football, but we have Jalen Ramsey here. What do we get to first? What do you want to get to? We first were eating Jalen Ramsey, and then you tried to do some weird kind of segue to Dax Dong. All right, no, no, no. I was just, I was just letting people know that. Don't worry, we are going to get to Dax Dong. Well, I know everybody's the whole time on the edge of the Dax Dong. I know, and, that, and I know the listeners are too. And that's why I just wanted to put everybody at ease, guys. I'm going to timestamp this. We're coming up here to start off Cowboys conversation. We're talking Dax Dong, so just stick with us. But right now, it's around the NFL, Nosebleed Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo. Eric wants to talk about the Jalen Ramsey comments right now. And by golly, they're almost as funny as a dong. They are. They really are. Because Jalen Ramsey, here's the thing about Jalen Ramsey, okay? Just about everything he said, and we all know what he said now, okay? Don't we? Right? Joe Flacco sucks. What the hell sure, did he say? <laughs> we all knew that. Okay. Everybody uh, Matt knows Ryan, Joe Flacco sucks. Matt Ryan's overrated, obviously. Well, my, my roommate thinks he sucks. My ex-roommate. Josh Allen is trash. We know that. Clearly. Roethlisberger, decent at best. And, you know. Uh, I think that he's eh. underrating Ben a little there. I know the Jags have owned him. Yeah. But Ben Roethlisberger is a pretty darn good quarterback. He says it's not Big Ben, it's A.B. Big Ben slings the ball a lot of the time. He just slings it. And his receivers go get it. He has a strong arm, but he ain't all that. I played him twice last year, and he really disappointed me. Wow, Jalen was disappointed in Ben. I wonder how Ben feels about Why would that. you be disappointed? Don't you feel like Ben would rather Jalen just be angry at him instead of disappointed? Oh, yeah, it's not like, it's not like an upset parent. You feel bad for Ben there. Parent. I don't ever feel bad for Ben. Don't you ever feel bad for him either. Um, you want to talk about guys with a fat face? <laughs> oh, yeah, good God. <laughs> but, the thing, but the thing about Ben, though, is it's not like he's – fairly thin everywhere else or looking good. He's like kind of chubby everywhere else. He looks like a guy that should have a fat face. Darnold comes out of the freaking Southern California ocean with a fairly decent body and a fat face. <laughs> good God, Darnold. Which, by the way, it. Sam Darnold actually looked not bad. Of all the rookie quarterbacks, he's looked the best. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, pr- He's looked the best. Has he looked the best? He's looked the think. best. I haven't gotten to see a lot of Rosen. I think Rosen got hurt. But yeah. Rosen, yeah, he's Rosen's honestly Lamar Jackson's not looked good. Baker's looked okay. Better than I thought. But yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I uh, have not gotten to see enough of Rosen. Allen actually has looked better than I thought, too, but still not good. For sure. Um, but that's why I'm saying. But Donald the best. Donald's been the best. Um, anyways, back to Ramsey's comments. Um, Aaron Rodgers is good. Tom Brady's good. Oh, no. No bleep, huh? Now, he said he we thinks... We know that. He thinks Dak's okay. He thinks Tyrod, a.k.a. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, bro. It's is Tyrod. it Tyrod? It's Tyrod. It's Tyrod. Yeah, it's Tyrod. I don't, but how what's confident his middle name, are you though? in that, though? Oh, if, he said, if his mom calls him Tyrod, I'm 100% confident. But then he refers to himself as Tyrod. No, he doesn't refer to himself as Tyrod. Lee Corso, when he was at Virginia Tech, called him Tyrod Taylor. 
you know, probably on game day one morning. They're picking a Texas Tech game. He's like, I think Tyrod Taylor is going to win the game for Virginia Tech. Hokies win. Doing his thing. And everyone Not hears so it. Not so fast, Not my so friend. fast, my friends. Now, everybody hears it, and they're saying, okay, so it must be Tyrod Taylor. Lee Corso knows. So now everyone's calling him Tyrod. So he's like, all right, screw it. I'm not going to go ahead and try and correct the entire country. But it gets brought up in a quarterback meeting. He's like, guys, actually, my mom has always pronounced it Tyrod. Everyone feels bad. It becomes a thing. It is a little weird that it's taken this long to come out. But if his mother, Tyrod, that's what it should be pronounced. And I'm going to respect his mother, Mrs. Taylor, or Ms. Taylor. I hope that's your maiden name. You just, your made, name. you just made a great point. Uh, and reminded me that it is almost Lee Corso season. <laughs> and by God. God, we're close. Does that make me happy, man? Get your chubby, huh? Oh, I mean, Mike, you don't even know how big my Miami Hurricanes chub is right now. We'll get into that on another day. But anyways, Jalen Ramsey, I just thought this was awesome. Uh, the only thing that bothered me is when he was asked about Blake Bortles, he kind of was like, eh, you know, Blake Blake, do what he do. No, he pretty much was like, we can't go against Blake in practice because we'll f- screw his whole confidence up. He says, Blake, do what he do. I'm like, dude, what, is, what does that mean, Blake, do what he do? He do, he do what he do. So what is it, what, what does that mean? Yeah, he sucks. He do what he do, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Here's what he do. He's not good. And you're right. Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> would be great. He'd be a great fit. With a Jaguar be awesome. on the side be a huge upgrade. It would be. I think that they would absolutely be a Super Bowl. Legit. Super Bowl contender. I can't take them seriously. Of all the teams that are being heavily regarded this year as potential Super Bowl teams, like Jacksonville is because they made it to the AFC title game, probably should have won that game if it weren't for some terrible officiating. I know that defense is legit. It's not anything to say against the defense. I like Leonard Fournette. Does he have bad ankles? You're damn right he does. The guy's not going to play 16 games. He's still a great running back, but I don't trust the guy throwing the football. And if you don't have a legit quarterback in today's NFL, you, if you make the playoffs, good good luck. You're probably not going to go that far. They were lucky to get to where they did last year. Doug Marone is still on Eric Chiafalo's hate list. He never will like Doug Marone. He also has a fat face. And Eric does not like fat faces. But, but the, here's the thing about the fat face. If you accompany your fat face with a fat body, it's it, it makes sense. He's got it bigger. Doug Marone, Doug Marone has a fat body. Which lends, which lends, you know, itself to having a fat face, which is fine. But it's the the fat face with the with the with the thin body is what kills me. I got a stat for you. Ready for a stat of the day? Here's another guy with a fat face, Chase Daniel. You ready for this? Local guy, love him. Chase Daniel, South Lake, former South Lake quarterback, baby. Mizzou uh, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Current Chicago Bear. <laughs> oh, Bounced did. around the NFL quite a bit as a backup. I mean, this guy. Oh, he's got a fat face. He does have a fat face. <laughs> Th- these are facts. Google Chase Daniel. You'll see a fat face. The calories just go right to his facial cheeks. <laughs> Anyways, Chase Daniel. Here's the stat of the day, boys. You ready? Chase Daniel has made $24.3 million in salary during his NFL career. That is $311,594 per pass thrown or $261,337 per yard ran. Wow. This guy. He's living life. You know, there's, there's those 
guys in the world and women, you know, just people in the world that do very, very little for a ton in return. And um, we've talked about some of these people before. Chase Daniel might have shot himself to the top of that list. Good for Chase. And oh, you know I what? couldn't he's not be happier a, He's not a bad quarterback. Like, when he has to step uh, in. He was really bad when I watched him the other night wearing number four for the Chicago Bears. Oh, I didn't see any of that game. Oh, my God. But he is one of the best at coming in and, and taking a knee at the end of a game. Oh, yeah. No, and I'll tell you what else Chase does well. And this really goes unsaid often, and it's about time we acknowledge it. He's a great eater. Besides that. And I mean guy, the guy. This guy is... Such a good holder for his kicker on, oh, on extra point you know attempts what, dude? And, 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 and field goals. Well, Chuck, I mean, that that's the kind of thing. And that, that should not go overlooked. I know. That is underappreciated. That should be valued. That can lose you games. Trust me, I've seen it happen. Yeah, haven't you? Shut your mouth. Yes, I have. Well, shout out to you, Chase Daniel, because, you, my friend, you bastard. are just out here, fat face and all, doing nothing and making a freaking Holding and I just couldn't be happier for, for the you, other men with beards and fat faces. Yeah. Thank you, Chase. Listen, Darnold's looking at freaking Chase Daniel over there saying, hey, how I do got I a chance? Wait. He needs to grow hair on his face I got first. A chance. And and that's just you're an inspiration, Chase. So thank you. Um Pat Mahomes did something too. I might actually have a second step. Okay, of the so day. let me ask you something. Let me talk about Pat Mahomes real quick. Now that you brought him up. Okay, and then I got a Pat Mahomes stat for well, you. Do you have it ready? Yeah, it's ready. Okay, well, give it to me, and then I'll talk about him afterwards. You're scrolling over there like a fiend, trying to figure out what the hell you're going to talk about. I didn't know if I needed to ad-lib for you for a little bit. Hey, and that's why you got my back, and I appreciate you. you, you I got your front, too, baby. Just so you know, I'm coming in strong right now. I love when you come Second in. Second stat of the day. Another quarterback in the NFL. His name is Patrick Mahomes. He threw a 69-yard touchdown pass. What? Number? To Tyreek Hill. He threw a Gronk? Just last week. Yeah, no, somewhere Gronk is smiling. Um, 69 yards. Mahomes to Hill. I think we're going to be hearing that a lot. Um, and then you'll also be hearing a lot of interceptions thrown. Because while that guy is going to have some big play moments, he's also going to throw a lot of... Right before that, actually, I think he threw an interception the series before. He told me, or supposedly he said he knew he could have made that a 70-yard touchdown, but he wanted it to be 69. So... Shout out to my homie, Pat. Yes, that's my take on Pat Mahomes. What, you're a hater? No, no, no. I, I, I don't just like Pat Mahomes. I don't hate him. I think he has a personal goal to throw a 69-yard touchdown pass in every single game this year. Uh, good luck doing that. If he doesn't, man, he might be my favorite player. But that's going to take a lot, and uh, I think he's going to throw the ball to the other team quite a bit. Well, Chuck, I got a question. Well, give it to me. Is Adrian Peterson the best running back in the NFC East? <laughs> is this 2005? Wait, you didn't know he was in the NFC East, did you? Oh, wait. Yeah. Is it 2009? That Adrian Peterson, he is going to be wearing a Washington R-Words uniform. Why'd you say R-Words? Well, it's a little bit of a slang racial term. Redskin, don't you think? What? I don't know. I'll bleep it. Did you say redskin? Yeah. That's ra- That's racial? Is it? I don't know. It's a. It's their name. It's like White Skins. Well, if somebody was, if the team was named the White Skins, I w- would that be something that bothered you? Personally, no. Me either. I'm brown. Me too. Anyhow, Adrian Peterson, he's going to be toting the rock in your division. 
Uh, he's probably not going to play. I mean, over under what? Eight games played for Adrian Peterson. Is that what you're thinking? Injury? Uh, injury, cut, released. I yeah, mean, I think the guy's got, got left. I think he's got like a game or two in him, but I don't think there will be a consistency or, or longevity there. I think that he's capable like he did last year with Arizona. He had one really big game, had like 150 yards, yeah, a couple like, of scores. He had one really nice play, and then that was pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, I think that it's that. It, you know, it, 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 it's, he's that kind of player now. I think the, I think the Redskins are just kind of... I mean, they're doing what the league is doing, man. They're 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 kind of ahead of their time right now. The league is going towards old, washed up running backs. Yeah, I think you know, and this is clearly just, this is the trend, man. Everybody and, loves to sign the old veteran running back. Exactly, Frank Gore in Miami, just like when, when, Jamal Charles in Denver. When you when you clearly don't have it anymore, you got gray hair coming out of your freaking goatee, Adrian. That's when we want you, man. When and in I the just world think is Washington, Sean Alexander coming out of retirement? Washington's just getting ahead of the game here. They're getting ahead of the buck, and uh, I think you're going to see a lot of teams jump on this. And, and this, the league's just moving that way, Wolchuk. You're so right. You're so right. Marshawn Lynch in Oakland. I, I, I can't even tell you how many teams are going this route, and it's stupid as all hell. It's young man's position. I would rather sign bum, book, undrafted free agent from New Braunfels University. Hell of a school. Then AP, all day. I know that you're a Hall of Fame running back, brother. But you are, how old is Aaron Peterson now? 32? Um, I'm on it. One sec. He's he's well past his prime. Uh, I want fresh legs. I want young legs. I want fast legs. I want a young 21-year-old future stud phenom to throw back there and tote the rock. Someone that's just going to freaking run all day, baby. Not... Adrian all day Peterson, who was great ten years ago. He was born in '85, which makes him 33. 33. Mm. 33 years old, man. Certainly not old in Young reality, but very old for a running back in the NFL. Yeah, but he's one of those freak of nature guys that came off the ACL injury and was yeah, like had but his career year. That was about five years ago. Might have been ten. Yeah, but we're moving on from Adrian Bleepin Peterson. So you're not scared, though? Not at all. Okay. Uh, the Redskins never scare me. They are always going to be washed up garbage as long as Dan Snyder is running things. What you got for me, Wolchuk? What do you think about this whole Khalil Mack situation with the Raiders? It makes absolutely no sense to me. I am befuddled by it. If you're the Raiders, what are you doing? You've got a superstar defensive player who, I mean, look, it, it depends on who you ask, but the guy is a top three to five defensive player in the National Football League. I think unanimously by anybody who has a football brain, if not number one. He's an all-pro at two different positions, an all-pro linebacker and an all-pro defensive end. What the heck is not to like about this guy? He's also clean as a whistle off the field. Seems like a good dude. He can fit any kind of defense, versatile player. He'll do whatever you want him to do. And you just are saying, eh, we don't really want to pay this guy. So we're actually going to field calls from other teams to maybe trade him away. What the bleep are the Raiders? What is Gruden doing? Is he not a grinder? Is Khalil Mack not a grinder? He's on grinder. I don't know if he is one. Now, I don't understand how a... 27-year-old, double-digit sack guy is not getting 
any love from his hometown squad. It just doesn't really make any sense to me. John, what are you doing? And then we got the reports a while back. They hadn't even communicated all offseason. And this was th- that report came out sometime in July. Like, how... How is that even possible? Gruden, are you not going out of your way to reach out to your yes. top young I'm give this phenom kid pass rusher? I'm like, wants, man. what are you doing? And, and it goes back to the handy. Aaron Donald thing. Give him a you handy. know? And the Aaron Donald the Aaron Donald thing still doesn't make sense to me, but the only thing that somewhat Well I they've can, started talking at least, right? Yeah, well, I mean, and, even they aren't completely dumb. And he's an interior guy. I love this interior is, guys. We're talking about Khalil. Mac, an, an edge rusher, man. This is the guy that gets after the quarterback. He's 10, 11, 15 sacks in the last three years. It's 15, 11, 10 and a half sacks. Now, granted, that is trending downwards, but still, he is a double-digit sack guy each of the last three years. Do you think there's something they know that the rest of us don't? Well, they certainly know more than the rest of us, so yeah, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> oh! Now, <laughs> is, is, there, is there something in particular? Dude. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't speculate on if they're if he has some sort of undisclosed injury or some undisclosed off the field deal here. I feel like at some point that would be coming out. Just the way the world works, man. Sources are all over the place. You got. I mean, you know better. He than might anybody, have a dog Will picture Chuck. out there. God, I hope so. Maybe man. there's a dog pack that nobody knows about. Do we need to get to the dog? We'll get to the dong in just a little bit. Before we get to the dong, I want to talk about somebody else's dong who I love. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? I didn't watch last night's episode, or uh, two nights ago episode, but I have watched the first two. I love Hard Knocks. I love Hard Knocks. But you I haven't wish. seen the most recent episode? I haven't seen the most recent episode because I haven't had the opportunity to. I'm a busy man. Okay. 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 All right. Now, Fair. now, now. I love Hard Knocks, though, and I wish there was a new episode of the Cleveland Browns every week of the season. Like, come on. Why is this only, oh, it's worked why out is so this only well. training camp? Yeah. I'm like, dude, this, this needs to be all season long. Like, the Cowboys are all or nothing, but don't release it after the season. I need a week-to-week update on what the hell's happening with a shirtless Baker Mayfield. Tarod, is it Tyrod? What's going on with Rick and Broback? Oh, Broback, you know? there's just so There's just so many good things going Greg on Williams. here. Jarvis Landry's getting in fights. Juicy God, Juice. I'm so glad Juice is not a dolphin anymore. He's just, ugh. Really? Ugh. He's ugh. He's doing it for the cameras, that guy. Are You are so bitter. He's doing it for the cameras. You are so hey, bitter. and so is your freaking Des Bryant doing hey, it for the cameras, hey, too. Going around hey, shaking hey, everybody's hey. hand. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Des. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I really, whoa, I really can't whoa, wait to take a whoa. personal interest into you <laughs> and what you have going on while you fold my towels. Just because you are PO'd with Jarvis Landry, okay, because he's one of your old players and now you are like a woman scorned, does not mean... That my beloved Dez Bryant is doing anything for the cameras. Okay? That is Dez. That is Dez Bryant. Bleep off. That's not anybody. Oh, that's him. There's been numerous videos of him as a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. The rookies come. They of have course. The, the rookie mini cams. There's always videos. He shows up and he's cameras. dabbing everybody up. Hey, Dez, good to meet you. Dez, good to meet you. As long Dez, as there's good to meet cameras you. there. It's the team facility, Eric. Dez doesn't want to go to Cleveland. Leave oh, he realizes hard Dez knocks is popping alone. off. Oh, yeah, let me head over there. Let me, let me get in front. Let me if get some you want to get after Juice, get, get after time. him. I love what he, the bless him. I love what he's been doing. No, bless I'm him. a big Jarvis Landry fan. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Man, you are pissed. I saw Dez Bryant on hard knocks, and my goodness, I went from zero to 100 real quick. 
and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you went from six to midnight and. Less than a second. Jesus, it was a millisecond. I just all of a sudden perked right up, sat up in my seat, just about had myself a full-on orgasm. So do you want Dez to God, be a brown? I don't really want him to go anywhere. I just love seeing him. You just I, like seeing him? You know him. what I would like? I would like for him to retire and get a reality TV series. And what I want him to do is like live blog or live stream himself watching football games and just talking about it because he's so smart i just like him he's like, so football smart not i mean he's, he's a football entertaining IQ guy. He, he's, he's entertaining X's to and me. O's. des bryant's always been an x's and o's guy he's entertaining to me that's why he can't go to new england because he can't understand the play just something about that dude i love him i always will man he's he just brings an energy and excitement just a good vibe to him a sexy vibe more than sexy and the narrator, gosh, that Hard Knocks narrator with the sexy voice, almost as sexy as Gil freaking Brand himself, comes out. Are you cool with Gil now? Oh, Gil, I've always been cool with Gil. I just thought that list was trash. It was. I mean, I'm not I, here to I've argue that. I've got mad but... respect for Gil. I just... Well, you were incredibly, di- I mean, you were. It was in the moment. You took Gil Brandt out, my friend. What are you? A mere weeks ago. Come on. Took him out. You did. Not like we went to True Lux or anything, dude. Brad Sham. But I loved Dez. And the guys, you know, hyping him up. They've got the scene. Well, you haven't seen it yet. But there's the scene with John Dorsey, and they bring in Intern 2. They call him Intern 2. <laughs> don't, even, a, don't even have a name. Intern, intern 2. One, intern what do you two. got? Yeah, how do you get That's to awesome. Intern 2? So he comes out, and he asks them all in the room. He's like, who has led the league in touchdown catches, or who has had the most touchdown catches. Yeah, since, you got to go all the way back to 2012 or something. Since 2012. No, from 2012 <laughs> yeah. to now. I know, I know. But if you move that to 2011, Dez is probably nowhere near. He had an unbelievable no, he's, he's 2012. Probably, he's probably still in the top three. Okay, but let's just, why, why can't we? 2010 take, was his rookie year. Why can't we take it back? I know that, but that's my point. We're delving so far back into the Des Bryant archives Well, he here. barely played I got to blow the dust season. off the damn highlight Oh, page. well, come the F on. So Adrian he's finally, he's finally okay, a so starter a, now. Yeah, Adrian Peterson's not going to be anything. Des Bryant's got From a From 2012 to now today, who's got the most touchdown catches as a receiver in the NFL? It's freaking Des Bryant. All right, well, let's move that to 2013 to now. Let's just see what happens. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Okay. I bet you still right up there, man. Let me see if there's anything I can do. Look, here. people want to say what he had last year. He still had like eight touchdown catches last season. Did he? Yes. That dude catches touchdowns. No matter what people want to he's the all-time leading touchdown catcher in Cowboys history. Put some respect on that man's name. I'm sick and tired of people ripping on Des Bryant. The dude is a Ring of Honor member. He is one of the all-time great players in Dallas Cowboys history. I will forever love him. And those that don't can simply bleep off. Come at me, bro. We can fight about it. Leave Dez alone. Do I want him in Cleveland? No. Would it be entertaining? Damn right it would. Okay, so so let's go. Let's take a deeper look into the Dez Bryant stance. 2014 was his best year, you freaking bleep hard. Yeah, I know. So 12 was in 2012, he had 12 TDs. Mm, a lot. In 2013, he had 13 TDs. Damn, a lot. In 14, he had 16 TDs. Holy this guy's bleep. unbelievable. TDs all over the place. Titties I love everywhere, TDs. baby. I love titties too. Big TDs. Big titties. Huge TDs. Awesome titties.
2015, Des Bryant, how many TDs? Injured, probably six. Three. Okay, well, didn't miss most of 2016, Des Bryant, how many touchdowns? Eight. Eight. 2017, Des Bryant, how many touchdowns? Eight. Six. Hmm, that's not bad. Okay, yeah, well. Guess who else had six? I mean, his worst year, a down season, he had, I had six touchdowns. In 2015, Des Bryant, NFL receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, had three more touchdowns than me. Yeah, that's not great. But he also was hurt. Okay, that's fine. He bounced it back with eight, and then he followed up with six. What I'm telling you is, is when you go back to 2012, he's got 2012, 13, and 14, he was dominant. 15, 16, and 17, he's been trash. Yeah. Not trash. But recyclable for sure. Yeah, he's absolutely. Uh, he's recyclable. Declining the the, the Browns. Obviously, I, I I think it would be fun to have him in the Browns. But I crazy. also think I've seen the way Jarvis Landry reacts to things. The dude is just like a freaking hothead. Him and Des Bryant in the same receiver room, and then you flow in Flash Gordon. So honestly, because some guy, honestly, it'd be good to have Flash in there because he's going to mellow everybody out. <laughs> oh, he's definitely going to mellow everyone out. I don't think there's a need for Des Bryant though with Josh Gordon back. Like, there's no, you don't need Des Bryant. Especially, I saw, I, I didn't see last uh, night's episode or whatever. The guy Higgins? For yeah, Cleveland? Richard Higgins isn't bad. Young guy? So, they right. didn't really focus much on him, but he's not bad. But, yeah, there's not a, a need for him there. But from but from what I hear, Cleveland seems like Hugh Jackson. From the clip I, I heard, Hugh Jackson's, like, basically on his hands and knees begging Des, hey, we need you, no, we love you, it we wasn't, want you. it wasn't that crazy. It wasn't that crazy. There was no hands, you know, there was no begging and pleading. No, there wasn't a ton of begging. Felt that way to me in the audio. I, heard. I didn't really get a begging sense. It sounded like they really wanted him, though. It did sound like they wanted him. I mean, yeah. It sounded like they were really putting it sounded on like they the wanted him. show for him. It so, sounded like they wanted it. But I, I don't know what's holding up the deal here. It must be Dez. No, I, don't, it, I, I mean, it, it must be Dez. Like I said, it might be also Josh Gordon's back. Like, he's back now with the team. He's at the facility working out. So it's like, okay, now we know that we're going to have Josh Gordon. Um, do we really need Daz? Probably not. Now the, the, the Patriots have cut Kenny Britts. Now we've got the Dez to New England yeah, stuff. Yeah, as I said, Dez Bryant's not doesn't have the mental capacity. You're calling him dumb. I, I'm calling him not overly smart. Not, I'm not, not smart enough to handle that Patriots playbook. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Chad they, Johnson they do have couldn't a, do it. Yeah, no, they have an extremely complex offense. Apparently, and people talk Their about Randy Moss. Crazy. Randy Moss is one of the, is a is a brilliant football player. Absolutely, you can say what you want about him. He's he's got his schmucky moments, but the dude is absolutely smart when it comes to football. He handled that fine. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, you know David Givens, Troy Brown. These are smart, you know, cerebral pl- players. Chad Johnson's not. Des Bryant is not. He runs two routes. Tom Brady and the Huddles just guys at Dez, go to the left and, and run the you know the only two routes you know how to run. I've been saying it the whole time. Aside from San Francisco, I think New Orleans is probably the best spot for him. Yeah, I just wonder why New Orleans at some point it's like this this needs to happen. We're in the dress rehearsal week now. Okay, things are things are starting to come together. Yeah, Often, you know, you wait rosters, depth charts, things are starting to come into flow. Week one, Ken, Keenan Allen hurts himself. Oh, that's bound to happen. That's true. He's going to end up in San Diego. What are we doing here? In, in LA. going to San Diego. Or, excuse me. Damn it. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's it. That's why you wait. Eventually, some team's receiver gets hurt, and all of a sudden, there's there's a need there. But I hear you, and I agree. I don't think New England's a great spot. I just don't think that'll work with him. Cleveland would be a, a cool story, whatever. I, I, I've 
like him to call it quits. I don't really want to see him play for anyone else. Yes. Yes. You don't want to see your ex flourish with a new girlfriend. Well, it's not even the flourishing part. If he signs for the team, I hope he does well. Oh, okay. I want to see him gotcha. play well. Okay. It's just gotcha. the whole aspect of him actually physically making that just in a new uniform. So it's a physical thing with you. It's a phys- it's all physical. Okay. okay. It's all physical. I do want him to have success if he decides to, uh, if he does sign with another team, depending on the team. If it's freaking Giants, absolutely not. If it's a division rival, absolutely not. What if he teams up? What if Adrian Peterson, Des Bryant, and Alex Smith are the trio that leads Washington to their first Super Bowl in decades? Gosh, wouldn't that be just an absolute sploosh fest in the face of the Cowboys? Oh, my God. Oh, that'll never happen. <laughs> that is probably going to happen. That's man. probably not going to happen. Wild. Probably not. This gonna football season is going to be unreal. It's going to be unreal with all the penalties from this helmet. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, this helmet stuff is going to be problematic and we're going to come into the safe space here probably week two and there's going to be mad controversy already there's going to be a game winning or losing play involving this that's probably going to involve the cowboys call. and i think it was jesse oh, Holly yeah, who tweeted it's, it's it out definitely it's like going to involve the cowboys fourth and one primetime game against the giants oh yeah and the cowboys give the ball to zeke Gets the first down, lowers his helmet to get the extra yard, and, and then, they call the flag. And then Dak brings his dong out there. Dak's and dong, baby. Leads him into the end zone. He's donging it up in there. But, yeah, it's going to be an issue, man. It's going to be an issue. Yeah. Some of these calls are ridiculous. They are. They I'm are. all for it's... player safety, but some of these are like, wow, we are we are really fudging with the game of football. Here. I've found myself coming, you know. What? <laughs> less and less for... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've found myself becoming yeah, okay. less all for this whole player safety thing. Yeah, I think player safety's lame, dude. I think it's for nerds. I think it's you so know? lame. Well, I just feel like these guys, I, I get it back in the day in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. I guess these guys were ignorant enough to think what they were doing to themselves wasn't going to affect them later. Um, but these guys now for sure know. Everybody that's strapping up on Sunday knows exactly what they're getting themselves well, Monday into. through Friday. You know, that's true. I mean, Jesus, we're playing football every night of the week now. Okay? So every well, night we're of the strapping week, up these guys, nights. these guys, hopefully you're strapping up. Everybody knows these guys know what they're doing now. They're pulling they out. Know, they know what the deal is now. So it's not like, the, the, you know, they're being bamboozled into doing something they shouldn't be doing and they're harming themselves. And they're, No, these guys know what they're doing. So if they're willing to go out there and play, let them do it. It's a gladiator sport. They all want it to be that way. If they're fine with it, so freaking be it. I agree. Good God. They know exactly the risk of putting themselves into. And I know it's so much more complicated. It's just football, baby. But I'm like, geez, man, if if the employees, if every one of your employees is saying, hey, it's fine, then let it go. Oh, what the hell? You hear that? Oh, yeah. Is that what time it is? I'm just bathing in this right now. Why is it so low? The Pump hell's it. happening Pump it, in baby, because it's time for a little Cowboys conversation. Oh! Oh! We the boys! Holla, holla, holla! We make it holla, holla, holla! Holla! We the boys! Yeah! Holla, holla, holla! America's team, the greatest team on the planet Earth, the Dallas Cowboys! You best believe it. Man, dude, that freaking Cowboys conversation came creeping up on me, dude. I figured after that gorgeous ending 
and around the NFL. Couldn't have tied a bow on it better myself. It was time I was, to just, I was helmet to helmet, just ranting. Hey, you said I thought that, uh, you said you covered everything we all wanted to say, and I couldn't wait for it anymore. I got to get some dong talk in. Oh, dude, I've been waiting for this dag what dong conversation. What the heck? Dak took man. a freaking dong what the pick. Bleep, bro. Okay. The well, thing is, he took it at the angle where you're seeing bottom upwards. <laughs> you see his hard face dong. clear as day. You see his face clear as day. That's the bad thing. Like, why are you putting your face in it? Most guys, and look, I can't speak from experience. You never took a dong pick? If I have, it well, was only to ask for advice on grooming. Well, we'll get we'll get back to your personal dong pick situations later. Well, we've talked about it. But for those but for those who are unaware and haven't seen Dax dong, everyone's seen it now. Well, it's not just the the dong. I mean, it's it's yeah, the, it's, it's a, the ball, it's the hell it's of the a bush. Dong. It's the it's the uh, how about that patch on the chin. Too. Yeah, how about because the choice of the uh basically the basically what we're doing here, guys, or what Dak was doing, he's down it's it's the from under angle. So he's yes. you know, he's fully torqued, he's going under, and so you can see the balls, the shaft, and then you Upward. can see like his he's, torso. He's basically standing yeah, over teabagging. He's standing us. over. Yeah, exact exactly. That's a great point. It's almost like the he's teabagging the camera, and then you can see his face in it clear as day. He's got a soul patch goatee looking thing. Looks like this was probably college Dak. Do you think this is college Dak? I think it is college Dak. I think it is Mississippi State Dak. Probably around the same time he got into that spring break fight. Now the thing that's killing me about this Dak Dong situation here is gosh, that now, Dak I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. It it looks you know spectacular. Well endowed for sure. You know he looks like. He's he's packing some heat here, but the problem is is Therese Owens of whatever the hell TMZ who broke this dong story. Uh, the photo is all pixeled all over the shaft and even on the balls. I know, so the we bush can't really is clear as day. I can tell you right now, the dude's got a bush. Pixel the bush couldn't pixel that. Couldn't out. pixel the bush. Didn't pixel the face, but he did pixel you gotta have the face there so we know for sure it's him yeah no for sure it's dak but you know it's him i'm sure there's plenty of people that could have looked at the the unpixeled piece and been like oh yeah that's dak for sure you know i feel like you probably could have oh yeah i mean i think anybody that's been uh close enough so i can't tell if the pixels that are distorting the shaft are making it seem bigger bigger you know, and that's my only concern. No, if anything, I think if he did have a small dong, they'd have made sure that we know that. You think they would have gone out of their way? I think to they'd say, have taken a shot there and been like, Dak's got a tiny dong. That's a fair point, but I also feel like they would have gone out of their way to say, hey, this guy's packing a Nick Foles kind of hammer. Well, they kind of did with the pixels. No, I think but I'm the saying pixels, even with the words here, because all they said was for the words, it's just like the picture, and then they say Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott doesn't only stand for the national anthem, dot, dot, dot. Not sure what's going on here or who this was to, but it's never a good look to send a rock-hard image of your junk to the World Wide Web. Cowboys going 0-16 this year. Ooh, damn, Trez Owens says you guys are going 0-16 this year. You rebuttal. Oh, he's Therese Owens. Who the bleep are you? He's the, he's the run... He's the freaking Ron Jaworski. Probably of, cash and checks. Of e bigger than I've sports. seen personally, but uh, whatever, dude. Don't take shots at my quarterback. I mean, have you ever like? I bet you he's got a bigger dong than Torres. Let me ask you this: of all the Dallas quarterbacks' dongs that you could have seen, and I'm going back to, you know, Stallback. I'm going back to. 
Quincy Carter. I'm going back to Troy. Going back to Tony. What about Danny Don? Going back to Hutchinson. Oh, Bledsoe. Mm. If I give you Clint just, Sterner. If I give you, yeah, Clint, Damon Heward. Stephen McGee. If I can just Kellen Moore, Coach Moore. Mm, Coach Moore. If I give just Jason lay Garrett. out. You hey, get, Jason you, Garrett. Jason Garrett. Red Jay. That's a two for one deal Gosh, right there. I wonder how the freaking My carpet matches the drapes. Good old there. Bernie Kozar, man. Let me ask you this, Wolchuk. I give you a buffet line of former Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks. Got a current. buffet line of dongs? And you can see any one of their dongs. No pixels. You just offered me a buffet of dongs? A buffet of Cowboys dongs, but you're only getting one dong. No, no, no. A buffet means I can get no. more than one dong. No, you get to choose from the buffet line of dongs, but you're only getting one dong. Well, then what in the world is this? It ain't a buffet. Well, a buffet, I'm rushing you're right. to the dongs. This is, you know what I'm this putting is? as many dongs as I can on my plate. This is a this is Cheesecake Factory, huge menu. You're only, you're only ordering one meal here, friend. This is only Man, one entree. I do love Cheesecake Factory, though. Hey, who doesn't? I hear the Cuban sandwich there is actually really good. I'm going to try it next time. The human sandwich? The Cuban. Oh. Yeah, the Cuban. Mm. Um. Anyways. Got side of dongs. Cowboys dongs. Quarterback dongs. Dallas Cowboys. Wolchuk. This is pretty much your dream come true. I mean, I've painted heaven for you. No. What? This is tough, man. I know this is tough. No, I know this is tough. And honestly, if you need to deliberate in your own mind for, uh, you know, through the end of Cowboys combo, get back to me. That's fine. But I just wanted to propose to you that question. Okay. So, um, anyways, back to the dongs here. Um, I, I think... The only thing Dak should feel bad about is the soul patch in this picture, at least as far as I can tell. Again, it's pixeled, so I don't really know the girth and the size, but it looks great. Looks yeah. great. Us looks looks very good. Um, now, I, we saw we saw Legarrette Blunt. We did uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Oh man, I forgot right, about that. Right through those pants. Dude, I tried to put that behind my memory bank. Well, and and we discussed. We're talking about. Obviously, we've had a lot of dong conversation on and off air today. And we're just talking about just general. Oh, ranking the dongs. Like, just, where does that just, rank in sports just dongs? Just athlete. Yeah, just sports dongs. And the, I tell you. To me. For okay, me, that. that okay, like, go yeah, I'm sorry. That LeGarrette Blount one is just. Oh, oh that's well, number oh, that, one? Well, it's not. I'm not, I'm not going to just jump to conclusions But you're here. always comparing to LeGarrette Blount. But LeGarrette Blount's sort of the standard. It's like, okay. Interesting. From what I've seen, LeGarrette Blount. I mean, this guy is down to his knee here. I can see it through his football pads. <laughs> okay. I mean, good yeah, God. He's going to be on the cover of the, the Detroit Lions programs this year. If you mm-hmm. go to a game, you'll see his dong from a mile oh, away. Oh, you'll see that dong. So, I don't know. LeGarrette Blunt always comes to mind for me when I think of sports dong. That's fair, and it's recent. So, I, I think you're being blinded by a little bit of recency bias. And that's – I'm not going to argue with that. I really can't. Because if you remember Serge Ibaka – Oh, I did forget about Serge To me, Ibaka. that is the standard because it looked like legitimately he slipped a dildo down his shorts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and was, and yeah. We'll that, get into some double sided dildo play in the bleep around later in the week. But my gosh. Man, Serge, Serge Ibaka, Ibaka yeah, was you're right. loaded. That does look like something that you would see in a barnyard. My goodness. I mean, that is uh, like a yes, farm animal. Absolutely. You're right. Surge, Surge might take the cake, and, and I understand why Carrie Hilson gave him so much of her time. She is a smoke <laughs> show, and he has Man, a I rhino African dong dong. Wait, you've never seen Carrie Hilson? No, I don't think so. Oh, This, this is a new person to No, me. no, no. Carrie Hilson has a classic song that I now can't remember with Kanye West. 
Um, I don't think I've seen her, man. Go ahead and Google her. Go- go- I'll, Google, go- I'll Google Google her. Carrie Hilson. She's a great Snapchat follow. Um, anyway, back to the dongs. Um, so you're going all in with Surge. Yeah, I mean, that to me is still like, I. I that's the first dong pick I ever saw and was like, whoa. <laughs> Does that like, keep you up at night a well, little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't, but I couldn't also close it, my eyes and not see that. But it's also what gets you out of bed in the morning, right? <laughs> oh, does it ever. Well, the What's other her thing name? Here, Carrie? Carrie, uh, K-E-R-I. Last name Hilson. Not to okay, be she's with the Hilton. first person that popped up. Good. She should be. Uh, well, maybe Washington. Carrie Washington. Oh. Well, Carrie Washington, yeah. I think that's Namdi Asimov's wife. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. From Scandal. Oh, yeah, she's very pretty. Who, Carrie? Yeah, Hilson. Mm. Yeah, she used to she used to shack up with uh, with Serge. So if you ever see her walking funny, you know why. Just another factoid here on around the NFL. My goodness. Um, okay, back to sports songs. Um, the other one I want to mention here um, that really we'd be remiss if we didn't Jeez, mention legs for days. Nick Foles. What? Nick Foles. What do you mean? What? I haven't seen Nick Foles' dong. I haven't seen it either, but I got first-hand primary sources here after the Super Bowl when Big Dick Nick was out here freaking on top of the world. Are you serious? Yeah. You ready okay, for this? You, never, no, you don't remember no this? pictures. Wait, so, you, so I don't care. Okay. Okay. So pictures or it didn't happen. Well, here's this. Um, Connor Barwin. Ah, yes. Connor Barwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had play ball. Well, he had something to say about old Nicky Poo. He says... Uh, That's your neck, huh? Yeah. No, this is big Nick. This is uh, Connor Barwin revealed that this is on Deadspin, by the way. Uh, Foles had the biggest dong in the locker room. Foles' nicknames were Big Nick and Footlong Foles. Wow. So something tells me, and honestly, you can't come into a Super Bowl as the backup quarterback. Against the New England Patriots. And just not have the biggest dong on the field. Go out there and win the game <laughs> and not have the biggest dong on the field. That's he's exactly dong, right. literally slapped like, his dong in Brady's face and said, mine's bigger than yours. All I need to know, this is almost as bad as uh, Crowley Sullivan putting his dong on Coach Harbaugh's face in oh, that Big man. Ten presser. From the Spartan lair. <laughs> yeah, from the Spartans <laughs> lair. Crowley Sullivan. Oh, man. Sully, man. This guy, Spartan's Nick Foles, lair. man, I'm telling you. The only proof we needed that Nick Foles had a huge dong was that he went out as the backup quarterback on Super Bowl Sunday and took it to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, honestly, that's the only proof we needed. But, thankfully, Connor Barwin is here to dispel any rumors of a small peen from Nick. So this it's good dude's that, packing mad heat. It's good that we know that he's packing heat, but we've yet to see it. Therefore, in terms of sports dongs, we're kind of looking at images here. I got to have an image. Honorable mention, though? Can we at least give Big Dick Nick an I honorable think it's mention? A, it's a different list. I mean, if we can go ahead to the rumor mill, the water cooler, and say, guess who's got the big dong? You calling Connor Barwin a liar? I'm not calling him a liar, but I'm saying it's a he said, she said. Look, I might say, hey, you, Eric, my man Eric's hung like a freaking horse. You'd be right. I know I would be, but there might be someone else out there that's a bit of a schwatz, that's a bit of a jerk. And we'll just say, for principle, fanning to be in for, you know, let's throw him out. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, some production on that. Let's go. Get that marked out of there. Don't worry. <laughs> he might just, just want to be saying, hey, 
average at best. Whew. No, I know. I know if they were saying Nick Foles was average at best, and that's one thing. We just throw it to the side. They're coming out and saying, dude, I'm in this locker room. I'm telling you, this guy, our backup quarterback, has the biggest dong on the team. I bet he does have a huge dong, but I, he, I, I still need to see it or it didn't happen. I feel like Nick Foles ate freaking Okay, oats this is Cowboys kid. conversation. You're right. You're I right. want to this focus on Dak's talk, dong. Too much. You're right. You're right. And we've done enough dong. I don't think you could ever really do enough dong talk, especially when the <laughs> freaking starting quarterback from America's team's out here texting out dong shots. I think Vinny Testaverde, goatee man. Face I'm going to go You're out going of left Vinny. field. I'm going to go Vinny. And the yeah, reason is he's his, a Miami guy. He's a Miami guy, but yeah. his name <laughs> His name translates to green balls. And if he's got green balls, I want to freaking see him. Wait, what? Yes, Vinny Testaverde, I've been told in Italian, translates to green balls. And if he's got green balls, and I bet a hell of a dong, I want to see it. I guarantee you Vinny's packing some heat. No question. But you'd rather see that over Troy's? <sighs> yeah, Troy was definitely the main one. But I'll tell you what. I didn't want to go with like a generic choice like that. If, if hand size has anything to do with it, my gosh. then Troy's going to be... What about Babe Loffenberg? Oh, that's a great Babe's point. got big hands. Babe. I'll tell you what. And Babe is a bigger guy. I mean, just... Dongs aside here, Babe is one of the biggest dudes. Just he's he's still a rock. He looks a like super a nice guy, man. Oh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met uh in in the, at least in the sports media situation here. He is such a sweet guy, but he is 6'4, he's got to be 240 pounds, built like a rock. I mean, he looks like a linebacker. You'd never think he played quarterback. His calves, mm. oh my God. I know you guys have never seen his calves because he's always wearing a suit, dressed to the nines, looking like a sexy stud, that babe. And he is. But I'll tell you what, you go out and watch the Dallas Cowboys practice during training camp, you're standing next to Babe Laufenberg, he's wearing some shorts. He's got the whitest calves you've ever seen, but also Are they the hairy? freaking strong, big, like, good God, this guy looks like an animal calf. Got the best bleeping calves in the business. Needless to say, I bet Babe's got a great dong. Great dong. All right, so let's move over to wait, another so did guy. You, wait, did you go with Babe? No, 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 I went with Vinny. You're sticking with Vinny. I'm just going to stick with him. Why not? Respect. A guy who I think also probably is very well endowed in the dong department and also dresses up very nice, but who I don't think you were too fond of in the Monday Night Football booth is Jason Witten. Okay, now here's the thing about this. God, he looked good. He looked like the all-American we know and love. Is that his hair, first of all? I don't know that. You're not for sure? I can't say that it is. Okay, fair enough. Secondly, all I know is... During the opening monologues of the very first the broadcast. The first game, super nervous, you oh, could tell. Oh, man. You could tell. And all, super and, and, nervous. And I, I got to see about a 60-second clip of him just staring at Joe Tessitore. You could tell he didn't know what to do, oh, where, to look at the camera, God. to not. Absolutely, I but. I'm like, dude, oh, wait, come on, it's some practice time. runs, though? I like, think that they did. I think that they did, actually, uh, the week before. They were at some game. I remember watching SportsCenter, and they cut to them at the game, and I was like, what? This game's not on ESPN tonight. And I think the reason they were there is to do that kind of mock, uh, you know, preview thing, kind of a, a, a trial deal. Not bigger than our mock, though, right? No, our mocks are always the best. But, like, uh, Tony the and biggest. Jim Nance did that 
at the Hall of Fame game last year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was kind of a similar deal to that. But, I mean, come on. I'll say this. I've done a little bit of TV work. There are times where I'm still like, I don't know if to look at the camera here and to not look at the camera here. I'm not sure what to do. It is a little awkward. I don't know. I guess I just wanted Jason to act like he'd been there before. That's all. He got a lot more comfortable as the game went on. Good. I think he's going to be fine. I'm happy to hear that. But that beginning, you could tell. He's no Romo, though? No, he's no Romo. He's no Romo. He's not nearly as good. He's no DeMarco either? Murray. Did you hear about Murray? Yeah, well, I haven't seen Murray in action yet. I, I, I heard I heard he got the job with Fox. Yeah. Fox, their, their college football coverage sucks, though, man. You know, Joel Klatt guy? Oh, Joel Klatt's all they got. Eddie George, get out of here. Matt Leinart. I think it's just Leinart. Leinart? I, I, I don't think it's a hard R-A-R there. It's a hard Leinart? Matt Leinart. Matt yeah. Leinart. Get out of here, joke. It's Leinart, dick face. Oh, aren't they trotting out uh, what's the, the bleep hole from Oregon that Joey Harrington? Joey. I think Joey Harrington. Like, oh, they, is he getting a run out there they, at Fox? Yeah, he's got They got all the scrubs. They got all the terrible people, and they're not good analysts either. ESPN's and, got the studs like Tebow. Yeah, ESPN's got good people. CBS has good people. I love and McElroy. Uh, oh, man, who's the guy that hosts the show for CBS, the SEC Today? It's like Joe uh, or something. Uh, it's with a Z, like a Zucker. Something Zucker. You know Zagaki? who I'm talking about. No, you know who I'm talking about. On TV for CBS. He hosts their pre halftime and post game show. Good looking dude. Really? Something something Zuck Zucker. Huh. Very Jewish name. Good chin. Nice. Good facial structure. You'll you have a little fro? Check him out. No, he doesn't have a fro. He's got good hair though. Better than Witten's, and I think his is natural. He's not bad. But Fox's coverage and the fact that they're still putting out Charles Davis as one of their main color guys. Look, Charles is excited. You know, he speaks Is it Adam Zucker? Adam Zucker, that's his name. Adam Zucker. Yes. He's right. very good. He's very, very good. Let me see about this guy here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Adam Zucker. I do remember this good guy. Good-looking dude. He is a handsome man. He's good at what he does. Wow, he is a handsome yeah, man. He does talented. have really nice hair, too. You're right. Yes, yes, he does. He, he looks young, but I bet he's older than what we think. No, I think so, too. I agree with you. I bet he's in his life. He looks like he's maybe 30. Let's see here. Let's see here. I bet he's a Syracuse guy. Syracuse Adam alum. Zucker. Definitely Jewish with the name Zucker. One sec. Sorry, Wikipedia is really screwing me right now. Yeah, that's fine. But Fox is is schmucking, so I don't know. Uh, in terms, we'll see how Demarco Murray is. He might be okay. I've never thought he was the best speaker. Well, and I think Witten will be fine. And while you're still struggling there. Yeah, man, I don't think okay. I'm going to find it. Dude, we already, we are, not too serious. Or they could care less if his dong. I think everybody's been there before. Oh, yeah. we Shouldn't we get back to that? Weren't you saying something about your dong pick history? No, no, I wasn't. I think you were. No, I wasn't. Well, what serious stuff do you want to get to? Well, I don't know if you heard this, but... Um, Dak took a dong pick? No. Uh, the guy who yeah, he did. Dak puts his hands in, under his butt... That dude, center, perhaps Frederick. Oh, yeah, T. Freddy. He's yeah. got those stingers. Yeah, well, they're not just stingers, man. Apparently, they're a disease. What? Yeah. It's, Is it contagious? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> that's actually not a laughing matter. Been diagnosed, and, and I might be saying this wrong, Guillain-Barr syndrome, a rare neurological, <laughs> neurological disorder <laughs> in which... <laughs> 
in which the body's immune system jerk. In which the body's immune system attacks the peripheral nervous system. Uh, and look, apparently Travis has been treating, you know, getting treatment for this. The timetable for his return currently is unknown. I think we'll get more information in the coming days of this whole scenario. But the main thing is the Cowboys are, are probably without Travis Frederick. The most important thing is his health. We need him to get healthy. But the on the most, field. The most important thing is him playing on Sundays. Sure. With a star on his helmet. Yeah. And that's a big, big, big <laughs> it's blow. It's really close, too, man. It's, it's, like it's more one like one in one A. Yeah, it's like a 1B <laughs> kind of scenario. Enough about the kids, the family, and the, and the wife. And we need him on the freaking football field. Well, Mark Schlereth, you know, stink. He loves stink. You know the guy that pisses pants in an NFL game? Well, I mean, he's not alone. He's known for that, though. But he's but stinks. You known and I for used that. to pee a lot in our day. Yeah, I know. But stinks known for that. He did it in a Broncos uniform. Well, <laughs> Mark Schlereth. That's all he did. Stink. Uh, he got diagnosed with this too back uh, in his, early in his career. He had like ten surgeries. He said it affects everyone differently. I don't want to send Twitter into an uproar. Uh, uproar. Uh, but I was very sick for a long time. I missed the second half of the 93 season and was still regaining my strength into the second half of 94. Lost all the feeling in my arms and legs for the better part of six months. Jeez, man. And that's just not something you're you know, excited to anything, hear. Now, the thing with Travis Frederick is, and maybe these stingers were a blessing in disguise because he's now figured out that he's got this. They've diagnosed it pretty early. That's what I've heard. It's early stages. They've caught it. That helps. But we don't know the severity, and until we find out more, I think you've got a plan for life without Travis Frederick. Now, I, to me, I think this literally has the impact of I don't know that the Cowboys are, and I hate to say this, I don't think they're a playoff team without him. Jeez. You know, this team's all about their offensive line. Like, that's what the Cowboys are. They've got to have their offensive line be the elite unit on a football field every single week. That's what they are. And... Yeah, Jumbo Joe Looney. I don't think's a bad a bad backup. I think he can do a serviceable job. But dude, Travis Frederick's the man that makes all those checks, all those calls. He's the anchor in the middle. You know, if you lose any three of those guys, it's going to hurt a lot. And to be in an NFC that is so loaded, I mean, there are easily eight teams you can name before you even get to the Cowboys and say that they're a legitimate playoff contender. You take out one of those guys, all of a sudden. You're a, a good offensive line. You're not a great offensive line. And then, I think, the, and then the thing is, is you're you're probably gonna. I mean, the, the other guys are gonna get banged up throughout the year. I mean, Martin's probably gonna miss a game here. Or there, we've Smith's talked about probably gonna miss that a game back here or there. Doesn't you know? Backs don't you just know? get better and overnight. So to go into the year without you know one of your three best offensive linemen from the start, all well knowing. These other guys are going to get banged up, miss a game here, or there. Then you start really dragging in second, third, and these the, the depth on the offensive line is not. They don't have depth. They don't have Looney's it. really their only guy that they've got. So Fleming's I mean, been a guard. Fleming's been a huge. Gosh, Chad Green. If I have to watch him play another down of NFL football, I might puke. I had a buddy. I think it's text more. Me. It might be more disgusting to watch Chaz Green play football than to watch Teddy Bridgewater do what he did to his knee. Yeah, Chaz Green does not belong on an NFL field. I had a guy uh, text me and be like, hey, you think anybody would, uh, or do you think you could tra- trade Chaz Green for like a box of peanuts? Hell and I was no. like, bro. An empty box? I don't think you could cha- trade Chaz Green to a Canadian team right now or a European team right now. He's so bad. 
Alabama would say, bleep you, Chaz Green. We don't need you, bro. Yeah, so they're not too great in the depth department. We got Cyrus Quanjo's brother. We don't need you, Chaz Green. It just sucks that this is, you know, and, and honestly, for Travis, man, you get well soon, but my God, this sucks. This no, is, it, this is, it, this I mean, is a it's a really upsetting blow. This is sad. This came down yesterday. We had it was it was crazy the whirlwind of yesterday, you know, because we had the high of Dax Dong, and then we have the low of this Frederick thing. Yeah, and and it's a, it's a, they're calling it a, it's an autoimmune disease is what they're calling yes. it. And and the truth is, is you hear Stink talking about the uh, you know losing feeling in his, part of his body. That's or whatever. the scary. Part. That's and that's the thing that uh, my fiance was talking to me about because when this went down, I asked her. I was like, "Do you know anything about this?" She's going to be a nurse, so she she was like, "Yeah, I mean, I know about that." She's like, "Yeah, that can be pretty serious. Um, it can be fatal um, because of the paralysis and how it can affect your respiratory system and how if you get the paralysis in sort of that." I don't know. I don't really understand it, but I guess in your lungs or whatever the hell it is, somewhere in there, you can it can shut your whole deal down. You can't mm. breathe. You literally die from it. Unbelievable. So, or sometimes whether you die from it or not, you know, you, you could get the lose the feeling somewhere. You you're paralyzed in some portions of your body. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is definitely not anything to really take lightly and to assume that Frederick will be back anytime soon, if at all. Um, you know, is, is really not a smart assumption. Yeah, it hurts. So the Cowboys will have to find a way, and that's really kind of been the story because we haven't done a show since the Cowboys played a preseason game, and the starting units have looked very good. The Cowboys' defense looks like it's going to be the best they've been since 2009. Uh, they've got a lot of good defensive ends that can get after it. You know, Randy Gregory back on the field, and he looks good. Yeah, I he mean, does. Randy Gregory looks good. I was up good. close and personal with old Randy the other day. Yeah. He looks great. The physical specimen, man. Chiseled, ripped. And Jalen Smith is finally paying off. I mean, this dude now yeah. looks like, all right, it's there. You know, the explosiveness is there. He ran stride for stride with mother effing John Ross, who it ran a, has the record for 40-yard dash time in the You're NFL right. scouting combine. That is something I never thought. I mean, this time last year... We were like, will he play? And then at the end of the season, we're like, this dude can't cover. Yeah. Now, I mean, he is taking linebackers, or in, excuse me, as a linebacker, covering slot receivers and tight ends up the seam, and he's in position. Yeah. yeah I mean, it is, line it, is speed a, is really, really it is a 180 degree, 360 degree even complete turnaround here for Jalen Smith. He is finally back to a level that I don't think, I mean, realistically, we hoped for. Yeah. We didn't really think that he'd get there. Yeah. So that's a huge boost. The secondary looks pretty good if they can stay healthy. The safety position is a concern, especially with the injury to Xavier Woods. But the Cowboys just don't value safety. And the Earl Thomas stuff won't go away. I'm just, I'm over it now. Like, I am I just don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. Done I, with I, it. I'm done with it. I it, Like, if it happens, sweet, I'll get pumped. Uh, and it should, really. The Cowboys should make that move. And I don't care if you give up a second for him. I love Earl Thomas. Now, financially... I can see that. I can see not wanting to commit to a dude who's about to be 30, who, even though it's the safety position, and we've talked about it, safety is a position where you can get good value even into your 30s. I mean, Eric Weddle still be playing at a high level. He's in, in close to his mid-30s, I feel like. But I just don't think the Cowboys value the position. So we'll see about that. The, the one area of weakness is tight end. 
And this is kind of where I want to get well, no, to. Well, no, safety is a weakness. Safety is a weakness, because sure. They don't value but it's not thing, as it's bad. It's not as bad to me as tight end. Like right now, tight end is like you've got some serviceable guys. At least at safety, you know. I know how we feel about Jeff Heath. They actually moved him in the box as like a third linebacker, which I like. Remember, I told you they were doing that during OTAs. You did say and that, things? and they did that against Cincinnati. Yeah, and he he can read, and he has got good yeah, closing speed. He did look really good. That's a good Cincinnati. role for him. Yeah, that they're is a they're, good they're role. kind of moving some stuff around. Um, you will see. They just don't seem to really value the position, so we'll see. But tight ends, you know, with the loss of Witten, who's now in the booth wearing a toupee. Sucking. He'll be fine. Hopefully. We've got issues. And I really don't think Rico Gathers is making this team. And for me, it's starting to piss me off. Yeah, I love it because I want the Dolphins to pick him up. Dolphins right? are in need of some tight is end stuff. Give team, me Rico. Give me Rico. Any other team in the National Football League, you're probably thinking, yeah. Let that dude go. And I think the Cowboys have known that, and that's why they stashed his ass away last year on the practice squad with that uh, concussion. Get a concussion in preseason. Let's use this to our, our advantage. He's now on IRR. No one else can pick him up. We're good. Now, you've, he's either on the roster, on the 53, or, or he's gone. He's going to go somewhere else. And you you don't have – like, this is the Cowboys thinking. All right, we're in the tight end room. What's going? What do we got here? Jeff Swain. What do you think of Jeff Swain, boys? Mm. He can block. But can he catch? Eh, nah, not not really. Not really. Jeff Swain's not the best. But he's he's a great blocker, and we trust him to be in the right spot. He knows the playbook. All right, what about what about Jarwin? Well, Jarwin, Jarwin's got, got a little bit of hands on him. He can move a little bit. Solid blocker, not great. Solid receiver, not great. But probably our most complete option at tight end. Okay, cool. What about Dalton Schultz, this rookie? Well, he was a fourth-round pick. All right, what else? The fourth-round pick from Stanford. I mean, Stanford, you know, they all pump out great tight ends. They're all great. What else? That's pretty much all I got for you. The dude has not looked good. He looks small. He has not looked good in one-on-one drills. I mean, we've seen some video of him getting absolutely whipped. And I don't know. As a receiver, underwhelming. Or what about Rico? Well, Rico, Rico's the most athletic freak we got in the room. Rico can go and moss a dude. Rico's, without a doubt, the best receiving tight end we've got. Probably the highest upside we've got. But we don't really trust him to know the playbook. We don't really trust him to always know what to do. So, I think he's the odd man out. And it's stupid to me. Like, I get it. You know what it is? He is the complete opposite to Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams, limited skill set. Not very good, but you can trust him, and he's a hell of a blocker. Rico gathers unlimited skill set and potential, but we don't trust him, and he's not that great a blocker. And I don't think he's going to make this team, and it's it's unreal to me how you can't mold the six foot eight Greek chiseled god, a former basketball player, and how many great tight ends have we seen make that transition? Especially in the red zone. Like, you lost. We just went over how many touchdowns Dez has had. Witten, you can throw in there. Like, those were your two red zone guys. So, why not at least keep this guy on your team as a red zone option? I mean, there's just so many things that he can do and none of those other tight ends can do. It's arguably the weakest position on your team. Keep the guy with some upside. Because I guarantee you, they're they're not going to keep him 
and he'll go to Miami or he'll go to where New England or Green Bay or Chicago, wherever the heck he signs, and he'll be successful. And the Cowboys will be saying, well, poo. At least we kept Swain because belief in hell he can block. It, I, it, it's infuriating, really, and I think it speaks to the incapability of that coaching staff to be able to get the most out of the player. And that's the Achilles heel of the Dallas Cowboys, and that's why I do not feel as though they'll be a playoff team. And it's mostly because, uh, partially because they're in a really tough, not only division, but conference. Uh, but secondly, is because that coaching staff is just not good in a multitude of ways, in terms of adjustments, in terms of game management, clock management. They just... They, they don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, predictability. And it's just, you name it, they got it in terms of things you don't want your coaching staff to have. Qualities that you that you don't want your coaching staff to have. So that's the biggest problem with them. I think Rico is the most talented tight end um, on that team. And, and it's funny because they just don't seem to really, they don't seem to like him. They don't seem to really want to talk about him. They don't seem to. It's just, even with Dak, like Dak is almost like brush him off. And you'd think, like, if I'm a quarterback, I'm like, I'm trying to get, the, I see you're the most talented and athletic guy I have at a certain position that I'm going to depend on. I'm going to be riding you and making sure you got it. Unless they're to the point where, you know, they're just throwing their hands up. We're just giving up on this guy. And, you know, like you said about I think that's what whoever done. we were talking about earlier, Cleo Mack and Oakland, does Oakland know, yeah. you know, something that we don't? Maybe Dallas knows a little more than we do, you know? And... They're just they're just over him. I mean, I think he's very much like a Martellus Bennett in the fact like he knows he's an entertainer. He's made comments like that as well via social media. Like he's not his sole focus might not be on football. And look, that Garrett guy thing is legit. Like Jason Garrett's turned over. He wants that team of like football, 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 eat, breathe it. And I don't think Rico falls into that mold, and that's probably what it is. But I think it's it's stupid. It's irresponsible. It's poor team building. And it's moves like that that are going to hold the Cowboys back from where they should be. And that's at the top of the bleeping mountain, man. And I agree with you. I agree. I think a lot of the same things that have bitten them in the butt before are going to bite them in the butt again this season. And they're going to be on the outside looking into the playoff race. All right. And that has been around the NFL. Cowboys conversation. Hope you enjoyed it. We gave you a nice long episode for the long layoff. We are the Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo. Hit us up on Twitter, at Nosebleed Pod, Blog Talk Radio, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Nosebleed Seats, iTunes, Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Rate us, subscribe. Do what you got to do. The Instagram, NBS Pod, I believe it is. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow for a little bit of Biggest Dell, Biggest Dub. Peace.